Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And now your host, John Clore. Hello, Mustang fans, and welcome to another Ford Performance Edition of the Mustang Owners Podcast. I'm your host, John Clore, and as the Enthusiast Communications Manager for Ford Performance, I hope you are reading my efforts in the Enthusiast section of FordPerformance.com every week. And as always, my co-host for this podcast is Mustang hobby guru, Mike Ray, who also happens to be the president of Moxham, which is the Mustang Owners Club of Southeastern Michigan. Mike, we did it again. Tonight, we got a superstar. Yeah, I think this one's a little special to me and you both as um, I think we both feel pretty proud to have played a little role in uh, Autumn's uh, journey to the top, as we always call it. So uh, <laughs> we're going to tell some good stories tonight. And uh, like I said, I'm, I'm glad and uh, I feel honored to at least been a, a bit part of it. Oh, yeah, because tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to give you full disclosure. We know uh, Autumn Schwalbe because... Tonight's guest is a drag racer turned Ford performance marketing star who is now a Ford brand content analyst on Ford's marketing communi communications team. And I'm going to tell you, I have I can't even keep up with Autumn Schwalbe's rocket to the stars at Ford. And if you guys know anything about the Mustang Club of Southeastern Michigan or have remembered some of the great moments we've had there, then you know that, yes, Autumn even spent some time with Moxham. Autumn, welcome to our podcast. Hi, Clore. Hi, Mike. Thank you for having me. Are you kidding? Autumn, we had to have you because we knew that um, after we, we had first met, and um, I knew that within 10 minutes of talking to you uh, about your background in drag racing and about your exploits at Milan Dragway, and then with the, working with the club, and then your own car, and then going to Northwood University and running the auto show, and then you spent that time <laughs> helping me out i remember we did the woodward dream cruise um uh, mm -hmm. parking yeah we had parking for the non-mustangs and when you ran that program i said to a friend of mine i said you know she's gonna really she's gonna be something that, and sure enough within less than a year i think we had you interviewed on television i think we did a we did a video interview with you and after that it was look out here comes autumn schwalbe <laughs> But Autumn, <laughs> it, honestly, yeah, we, <laughs> like we, all of that happened and it happened so quickly at once. <laughs> you got, you've, your head's got to be spinning because it just seems that every six months it's a new adventure for you. But that's not the way it started because something had to trigger your love for cars and it had to happen at a very young age. What the heck happened? Yeah. So with me, it didn't even like it didn't like happen out of nowhere it was like I was born into it so background on me is my family is such a Ford family and like my mom's side was like Chevy everything it was so funny my grandpa would always say that my mom was switched at birth because she loved Fords <laughs> and my dad on my dad's side I had multiple relatives that worked in the Ford plants and things so just the love of Mustang just was you know we bleed Ford blue blood like it really is so growing up like my parents always had you know Mustangs and Broncos and Pinos and you name it they had it and like with my grandpa like he had semi trucks so I was always just around motors and cars and garages and I always grew up with more Hot Wheels and Barbie dolls 
<laughs> so it was just so cool for me to like experience, you know, the car thing and getting ride alongs and Fox body Mustangs when I was like 10 years old. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I want one of these. <laughs> and my mom, I remember like when I was in elementary school, my mom got an 07 Shelby for her 40th birthday oh, from my wow. dad. And I got to like ride in the back seat to school and I thought I was the coolest kid. And I mean, everyone was looking at us. My mom still has a Shelby and we take it out once in a while. And I just always think about the back on those memories of like, wow, like this Mustang and the previous Mustangs my parents owned, like it all connects and it just makes my love so strong. So, you know, like just driving and riding along in Mustangs and my parents drag racing and just like my whole family being car enthusiasts, I was like, I need a Mustang. And so when I was 15, that's when I got my first one. It's a 1993 Fox Body Mustang. And my parents got it for me for Christmas. I'm very blessed with that. I did not expect it whatsoever. And then that just kind of connected me to Moxham and connected me to Ford and connected me to all these car shows like Woodward Dream Cruise and, you know, all these shows around Michigan. And then I got to go to like the American Muscle Show and I got to travel around the country and do like high school nationals at different drag strips in Ohio. And it just kind of led to like my journey, like that car I still have. And it just kept my love and introduced me to like some of my best friends, like you guys on this call, you know, and <laughs> like all these things just happened because of my parents and what they did. And then this car and like, it just led into like the next step and the next step and the next step. So that's kind of like where it all started. And it's still in full swing of my oh, Mustang love. <laughs> for sure. But Autumn, you know, in our life and uh, working in the hobby as we have for so many years, we meet a lot of girls who, you know, get exposed to the Mustang fever and they just love the cars. And I've met so many great uh, female owners who've got some really fantastic cars, but you separated yourself from the pack there a little bit when you decided it's one thing to own a Mustang, to show it, hang out with Mustang friends and be the coolest girl in school. Um, that's one thing, <laughs> but you then there, there has to be something that drove you to want to compete on the racetrack because not every girl who even has a hot Mustang, they can do a nice burnout, but they don't necessarily want to go through uh, the competition that, that, that is alive and well on weekends at Milan Dragway. And you, uh, you, you must've enjoyed that. Just, just to beat up on the guy oh, yeah. through Fox body. How did, did your, Absolutely. how was that first experience down the drag strip for you? So my first time was actually like in an F-150 just to learn how it worked. And it, it was really funny. And then my first time in my Mustang, it was like the adrenaline. And like, I got back to my pit in the trailer and I mean, it wasn't quick because I didn't know what I was doing. I was 15 years old. But it quickly clicked. And then I said, I want to do this. And I really want this hobby to grow. So for like, I guess my whole senior year of high school, like I was begging my dad, like whenever I was done with like soccer practice, I would go to the drag strip on the weekends. Or like, I remember the day after prom, I like, like, like had to drive two hours at like 8 a.m. to go racing at Norwalk in Ohio. Like I put drag racing as a top priority because I just fell in love with the adrenaline and, you know, kind of, it's fun to beat the boys, you know, and it's cool to like be the only girl in a class. And, you know, as I got older, I knew that I wanted to kind of save the car that I had. And that's why I bought another Fox body that was a full rolling shell to oh. create, like to build my own race car with my dad. 
And so like the love of just the racing and competing and, you know, meeting friends and, you know, encouraging and inspiring that like female younger generation, like that all kind of blood, sweat and tears went into like the build that my other Fox body, my race car that I currently have, which is a 89 Fox body that I built with my dad. And now I have a ton of sponsors and it's just kind of gone crazy. (laughs) But Autumn, that's, is that why, I mean, did you know early on, okay, you played with the cars, you hung out the drag strips, you were definitely a car girl, but what drove you to say, you know what, I might want a career in this. And then going to a university like Northwood, which is known for Mm -hmm. its, its automotive curriculum. What, what was it about that? What did you really want to do? Did you want to race? Did you want to work for Ford Motor Company? I mean, what was your goal? Oh my gosh. When I was in high school, I had no clue what I wanted to do. I, so my senior year of high school, I worked at my local Ford dealership and I had so much fun being in, you know, sales service um, department as a cashier. I had no clue what I wanted to do. And I was approached by my friend, uh, Chris Brower, and he worked at a different Ford dealership at the same time, which was so funny. And he said, you know, this school, Northwood University has a degree in automotive marketing and a degree in automotive aftermarket marketing. You should come with me to take a tour. And I remember it was like a senior, like skip day where everyone goes and like, like gets like college tours kind of thing. And I was like, well, I guess so. Like, I guess I don't want to sit at home. I'll come along. And I got a tour it was so random. He was already like applied, accepted. He knew he wanted to go and get a career in automotive marketing. So I went there and fell in love with the campus and the automotive aftermarket degree really like spoke to me because I knew I had a passion for cars and racing, but I never knew that I could have a career in it. And I never knew that I wanted to work at Ford. I loved Ford, but I didn't know the opportunities. And Northwood University gave me like the skills and the resources to be successful as a woman, a woman in automotive aftermarket. And when I say aftermarket, for those that are listening that don't know, that's everything that you do to the vehicle after the, you know, the first purchase of that vehicle. So everything aftermarket, you know, from superchargers to different wheels, it all aligns under aftermarket. So the fact I got a degree in like kind of like that motorsports parts distribution world, I knew like, oh my gosh, I want to go somewhere. And that's honestly where I met Mike and Mike became my like mentor. And I like had jobs lined up and then I met people with Ford Performance and it just all happened really quickly. My freshman year college at Northwood, because I had this special degree, I had the passion of racing and the knowledge of vehicles and how it worked. And I was able to, you know, have my hobby of racing, but I could work with vehicles like, you know, Mustang GT350s and Raptors and you name it, I got to work with it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. I mean, yeah, John, you know, um, could, Mike, uh, do you remember that when you first walked up to her and said, she's going to be a star? Well, well yeah, because <laughs> uh, I was trying to recruit her to be my uh, intern um, when I was the marketing manager at Roush Performance. Oh, that's and, uh, right. Yeah. We were on track to do that. But then a, another big uh, brand called Four Performance came along and uh, <laughs> scooped her up. And, uh, you know, thank God it did. Everything happens for a reason. And it's just literally set her on fire in her career. And uh, I, like I said, I could never be more proud or more happy to just have been there and been a part of it, too, and watch her just keep growing and growing literally every year. Well, yeah. And she, Autumn, uh, we know that. Um, you, you know, you kept doing different things at school. And when you did your internship with the Campbell crew, uh, there were, I mean, let's face it, we, you know, we, Mike and I have been around the hobby a long time and a lot of kids come through the, the, the woodwork and they come out of the woodwork and they go to school, but a lot of them just don't have the drive. And you had, we could tell you had the personality, you got a, you know, $85 million smile. And we thought you're just going to make it, you know, because <laughs> you, you had the, um, you know, Autumn, I think it's energy. But after you got, I remember you were um, you were working with a, with a Ford GT crew, and you used to come up, sit in my office. We talked about the GT, and it was the mm-hmm. fact that you were focused on that, and you really you were really still learning. I felt real comfortable, but I didn't realize you would rocket so fast up through Ford Performance. Now that had to be a lot of fun just to get out of school, graduate, and then start working right away, and then wind up at Ford Performance. Yeah, it was honestly really crazy. And just, you know, it's backstory, just I'll go through kind of what I did, because I think we've talked a little bit about it. But I started as like, my first internship was Campbell Marketing Communications with the like, Info Center tech line. And I was working in like the back corner of Ford Performance's office doing, you know, very intern materials, answering phones and begged anyone and everyone to send me to shows and get my hands on vehicles. And I will never forget that I got a call one day working in that job and someone didn't know how to drive a stick. So I had to get, I got to drive a GT350 to a photo shoot across Dearborn. And I thought that was the funniest thing. And then after that, Campbell Marketing would always say, hey, we need you to drive this bullet or this, you know, GT over here and this and that. It was so funny. And I was like 19 in my first job at Ford Motor Company driving these, you know, thousands of thousands of dollar cars. And I had no clue what I was doing. And I was working around, you know, a lot older people. And I got to, you know, experience a lot that year and got a lot of exposure. And then, you know, go back to school. I was still on, like, thankfully, my team at Campbell was so great. They would invite me back to different events like NASCAR, um, the championship race. And I was always hands on, even though I was at school, like, I remember I would go to different events, you know, such as like SEMA and PRI, and I got to work um, different trade shows as a, a college student. And then the next summer, I went back to Campbell, did my second internship as a Ford Performance Specialist with like the NASCAR team helping out with different events such as like MIS, Michigan International Speedway events, 
um, with all the VIP hospitality items. And that was so much fun, a lot of exposure. And then my third internship was with Ford Motor Company directly working on the Ford GT program as a marketing specialist. And that was so cool because yes, like the Ford GT program, like very exclusive, not that many people get to work on it. And I was chosen and I had so much fun that summer. I got to be exposed to all different types of Ford GTs from the original GT40 all the way up to the newest one. And I got to go to Barrett Jackson and be a product specialist on site with, you know, GT owners and potential, you know, buyers of the next Ford GT. So I got a lot of exposure and had a really fun time doing a project um, that led me into, you know, getting a full time job offer before I was like even close to graduating. I think it was like five months before graduation, my senior year of college. And I got the call saying, Hey, you have a job offer. And I was like in shock. I didn't, I I knew it was, I I hoped it was going to come, but I was like, Oh my gosh, no way. And so I had it all lined up. And then, like you said, getting the job offer, having to like cruise through my senior year was amazing. And then I got to start um, fall of 2020 directly on the Ford performance team as a marketing specialist. And that means I was working on all motorsports from off-road dirt track, NASCAR, NHRA, you name it, my hands were on it. And that was so, so much fun. <laughs> that, for us to see that, um, and, and for those of you listening who might think, oh, well, Autumn's just been lucky. Let me tell you about working around her. <laughs> and uh, she has uh, an infectious energy that when you, uh, anybody who's a senior manager would know that you, you need someone with, with a serious energy and a, and a level of enthusiasm that will carry you through really tough times because it's hard work, marketing and public affairs and communications work and working at a major automaker with 119 years old, um, it's not easy. And, and Autumn, we knew that. And that's why I was surprised that even after your career is pretty much set, Mike Ray comes along and wants you to be social director of Moxon. Mike, were you just not thinking? <laughs> there is no better person i mean you know she like you said she's it's very infectious just being around her um her passion i equate to my own um you know at some points i just looked at her as a female version of me she just <laughs> wanted to talk to everybody she wanted to have fun she was enjoying what she was doing and just couldn't wait for the next event to to be there and experience something new and just reminded me of everything that was me coming up through the through the um hobby as well well, she's a little better looking than you, Mike. But anyway, Way better um, looking than me. Yeah. But the problem <laughs> I, I saw, uh, and when we we knew that Autumn was going to be the, in the club and be the social director, I said, "There is no way." Because Autumn, I you know you might know this just after a couple of years now, the, the the job doesn't stop at five o'clock, and it's 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 an all consuming thing when you want to uh, advance yourself and. We knew just as, you know, you'd love to spend time doing all the events that Moxham does, that you were going to be continually pulled into new directions at the company. And you just, are you just finding you just don't have the time to be that girl that used to hang out at Milan on the weekends? Um, I mean, I definitely like, yeah, (laughs) that's kind of a big question. I like, I'm busy. I'm like, I'm on the go. Like I literally was just talking to one of my friends on the phone earlier and she's like, what state are you in right now? Are you home? Like that's how, that's how my friends ask me. Cause they're like, when are you going to, when are you going to be home? When do you relax? So, I mean, a lot of people do say like, 
I need to just take a chill pill, but I had so much fun being the Moxum uh, social director. Sadly, I came in at like, I feel like it was like the worst time ever because COVID just happened. A lot of the events that I was so excited for got canceled because of COVID. So I really just, I definitely didn't do like as much as I wanted to, but I definitely got pulled in every which way possible. Like when I was on Ford performance, because being young and, you know, I don't have, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Like I would literally say, send me to events all over the country. And that's what happened. And it's so hard to keep up with social life. And, you know, the job doesn't stop at, you know, nine, like five o'clock, like it's not nine to five. It's all the time. And especially in motorsports, because you're racing on the weekends. Like you have to know what's going on. You have to keep track of it. So, um, and especially in my own racing program, like I always tell people that when I log off for like, you know, from Ford, I'm working on my racing program, whether it's in my garage to traveling to the next event, which actually I have an event that I'm leaving for like tomorrow morning. Oh, like yeah. it's crazy. Like I'm all on the go all the time. Yeah. And I just had an event last weekend in Ohio. So it's just crazy. Yeah, um, that's right. It was in MRA. Like, that's it's, right. Yeah. You were down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you're still, I was, racing, I, you're still racing your car yeah. and still... I mean, and, and doing all the Ford things as well. Yes. It's, it's a balance, but thankfully with like things being fully remote still, I'm, you know, very thankful that I can, you know, take my Wi-Fi hotspot and, you know, in the F450 with a car hauler and trade off with my dad and drive and then work and, you know, get some stuff done. And then sometimes like literally last weekend on Thursday, I got to the track and I took a phone, a work phone call right when I got there because I had to be on the call. It's just, that's just my, that's how it is. And to go back to your comment, Claire, about like, people will say I'm lucky it's not about luck. It's really about, you know, the passion, the drive, the determination. I grew up with, you know, very determined family members. My parents always told me, you know, you work hard and you, you know, it all pays off in the end and everything happens for a reason. And I am very blessed that I chose the school. It was very like right place at the right time. I chose the right school. You know, I was approached by the right people and it very connected for me. And like you said, I'm very energetic, very passionate, but I work very hard. Like I will not yeah. ex like when people ask me for advice, I I'm still a mentor for students at Northwood university. And I get asked all the time, you know, what can I do to like land this internship or this scholarship? And I do the best I can to, you know, spend time with these students to give them advice and talk about my story, but my story is really one of a kind and that's how everyone's story is. So you really can't compare to me, but I try to give the best advice of, you know, working hard, standing out and, you know, do what you can to, you know, stand up from that crowd because that's how you make it. And that's how you meet the people. And it's, it's really about who, you know, and those mentors, like, like I keep saying, Mike and Clore, like you guys are definitely my like great first, you know, mentors I had. And when you get those mentors, you can talk to them about anything and now I've learned how to be a mentor and to help guide and inspire the next generation of That's you know, exactly. aftermarket performance we, students. We want to hear that because I know that, uh, you know, we then we, when we heard that you got onto the Bronco team and you went out to King of Hammers, and I thought, <laughs> oh, no, here's a Mustang drag racer. She's going to get the Bronco intoxication and just fall in love with off-roading. And then all of a sudden I said... Then she's not, wait, she's back. And now you're launching the lightning pickup. I thought, oh no, now she's going to be in the EV world. And now you're back into being a brand analyst. You've got to come up with, I mean, you're talking about almost all the icon products that Ford has, and you're getting to touch yes. them very early in your career. What is What are your goals, Autumn? 
Oh, my goals are to just kick butt and, you know, stay balanced and just keep moving up the ladder. I can't really say exactly where I want to end up, but like you said, I have touched a lot of the big name plates and I've really moved around quickly. And I'm very like grateful because with the program I'm in at Ford Motor Company, that allows me to jump around and, you know, I don't I, I don't know what my goals are. I'm still kind of figuring out. I can't even, I go, I go by day, day by day. <laughs> it's like, there's something always going on and it's just, my life is nuts, but I definitely want to, you know, keep like networking and, you know, keeping the relationships I have with my coworkers at Ford Motor Company, you know, with moving around, it's sometimes hard to stay connected. And I definitely want to, that's one of my biggest goals like yeah. professionally and personally is just stay connected with friends, family, and coworkers that are, have been a part of my journey. Um, I, in my racing program, I really hope I can get a championship this year and get on that podium because I was really close last weekend. I was going to say that I made it all the way to the semifinals oh, and wow. that was my first event out my first event this year. And I went all the way to the semifinals. So that was huge. So I'd really like to move up with my drag racing and maybe grow a few more sponsors there. And then, like I said, kick butt and just keep working hard and showing off, like, you know, not showing off. I don't want to say that, but showing who the autumn Schwabi is at Ford Motor Company and keeping that, you know, personal autumn Schwabi out, you know, in that Mustang community and show who I am and my passion and inspire others. Well, there's one thing we know for sure. And you have your own brand. And I believe uh, Mike, Mike and I can vouch for the fact that, you know, when I was younger and when Mike was younger, we always had, we wanted to do this or we wanted to do that, but life will take you in certain directions that maybe you don't understand. You, you can't get that job or you, didn't get what you want but if if wherever you land and mike and i have been down heck i've been at ford this is my 25th year you know 10 years at svt 10 years at racing and now what seven and a half or eight at ford performance and mike's been through all the big supply he's been with celine he's been with roush been with ford gtb and uh you know it's where your life takes you if everywhere you go ladies and gentlemen you are like autumn and you say you know what I'm going to give this everything I've got. It's full throttle. It's mash that right foot down, power shifting all the way through the gears. And if you win or lose, when you get to the end of the road, you you turn around and you try it again. That your drag racing life is kind of like your career. And Mike and I are pretty sure it it's going to take you. I mean, Mike, would you be surprised if, you know, Mary Bear has got nothing on Autumn Schwalbe? You got that right. <laughs> And like I said, oh my goodness! <laughs> I just, I just hope uh, one day when she is sitting at the top of the glad house, glass house, she remembers us little guys. Yeah, remember Autumn? What did I used to say to you when you got your first job? I'd say, just remember all the little people you stepped on on the way to the top, and you used to <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh. But we're going to hold you to that because, uh, folks, I want you to remember this name, Autumn Schwalbe, because you're going to hear a lot of her. Um, this is the new generation of auto enthusiasts that are going to take and transform this industry and you know and I, I'm so glad that she's with Ford because it's a family kind of company she's a family girl and it's the you know after you know, more than a century of innovation how it keeps going is energy and passion and autumn you've got that in buckets so we are just we wanted to get you on because not just to share your story with anybody out there who, th who thinks well that's a long way and I don't know if I'll ever be able to do it Mike have you ever seen um 
uh, any tension with her or, or nervousness that I'm not going to be able to do it. She just doesn't have that attitude. It was like, give me the ball, put me in coach. No, you know, she reminds me a lot of me and you, John, that, and was, was something you taught me and instilled in me was um, when I first started in the hobby and John, you can attest to this. I always used to read off a piece of paper <laughs> and everything had to be scripted for me. And, uh, the, and I remember getting asked on this podcast, do you guys script it? No, we do not. Everything we do is we wing everything because it's our knowledge and our passion that comes out when we want to talk. And uh, I think all three of us can actually attest that we are the exact same when it comes to that. And um, I remember never wanting a microphone. Now, if you give me one, I'll talk to you for 24 hours. I think Autumn's going down that exact same path. Oh, she, is. she knows what she's talking about. She knows her passion and she loves to share it with others. Yeah, you can tell Autumn you're infectious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we and see that's why Autumn, we love to have you on this Mustang Owners podcast tonight because if we are at the bar, we're not getting home till it closes. It's gonna be, <laughs> they're going to kick us out at two thirty, right, Mike? Yep. <laughs> okay. So Autumn, uh, if you had any advice for any young person who's thinking, you know, gosh, it's a long. How do I ever get these? Uh, make these dreams come true? I love what you said about hard work. But a lot of it, I think, also has to do with dedication. Sometimes it's easy to get discouraged and to think it's just not going your way. But I think one thing everybody that's met you, Autumn, will say that you're, you've got such a positive attitude. How do you stay positive with that attitude all the time? Well, I'm not always positive, but everyone always sees me. And, like, my nickname has become, like, Smiley. Like, Vaughn Gittin <laughs> Jr. always calls me Smiley. And it's hilarious <laughs> talking to people because, like, I, I definitely do carry myself very well. I always have my, my head held high, have a lot of confidence. And honestly, I'm not scared to ask questions if I'm ever unsure. Yeah. And that I think helps me with that positive attitude is it's not, ne there's no question that's a dumb question. If I, if someone doesn't know something about a vehicle or a project, or you don't even know who a person is and just going up to them and introducing yourself, it's not, you don't be embarrassed, like just go do it. And I definitely want to stay always just so positive and happy because, you know, life is short and you don't want to, you know, live in a negative world. Like it's just so cool to like be excited and happy and be around things that you love. And that's why I did the degree that I did. And that's why I chose the, the career I did. And that's why I have the hobby I have. Like it's all things that connect to my soul and my purpose, you know? Well, for Mike and I, the best thing we heard you say tonight was that, um, you know, you want to be a mentor to other people because, you know, early on in my career, uh, especially as a journalist, it, it, it was very tough for being a young man when all the guys on the national copy desk at the Detroit News were 50 and 60 years old. And I'm just, I'm not even out of Wayne State yet. And these guys, mm -hmm. they, they could turn me inside out. And I was just thinking, how, how will I ever get through this? And I found a mentor who helped me. And I also had a boss who was just rotten. And I always said to myself, if I ever get to be in a supervisory position, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be the person that'll help. And even if it means mm -hmm. that they don't ever remember you or care, um, I think, Autumn, if when once you said that, Mike and I both, Mike, I could see you smiling right through the Zoom meeting. She's she's going to be a mentor. So we oh, our job our job here is done, Autumn. Yeah, she already is. <laughs> Like she already mentioned like that. She's been already a mentor, I'm sure, to a ton of people, especially all the Northwood students actively now. Yeah. And at, at oh, yeah, I can definitely name I can definitely name a few, especially like females that are interested in uh, the automotive aftermarket degree and, um, you know, 
current students to future students. And I wasn't like in a sorority and I'm still like a mentor to most of my sorority sisters and Delta Zeta. And, you know, it's just, it's really cool. Cause it could be, I can talk to anyone about any car and, you know, it all connects, you know, whether it's a, a GM person or, you know, a Dodge person or whoever it may be, like, I'm not scared to talk to them and be their friend and, you know, mentor them in any way possible. And especially if it's someone that is interested in drag racing or interested in Mustangs or, you know, whatever it may be, like, I'm not, like I said, no question is a dumb question. And I'm always here to help any individual. And I'd love to, you know, love to connect with anyone. Well, Autumn, uh, we can, we know one thing. Um, it's going to be a, a lovely ride for you. We're, we're very proud of just knowing you and, and watching your career blossom. And if you're ever um, bored uh, some night when you're not racing and not running Ford Motor Company, uh, definitely remember the Moxa meetings are always there. Mustang Club life and the hobby. Um, like you said, you just meet the, the most wonderful people in this hobby. And you know, John, um, that's, I, that's, funny that's, I was texting somebody when Autumn was talking yeah. and the person was Vaughn Gittin Jr. So um, <laughs> that's so funny that she just brought that up and uh, I'm going to get Vaughn oh, to be on this podcast and we'll ask him and the podcast about Smiley. Smiley. I'm gonna remember, <laughs> okay. From now on, we're going to remember you now as Smiley and Smiley, keep on smiling. You've, you've got it going on, Autumn. And for, for those of you who are out there thinking, how do I get a career like Autumn Schwalbe? Well, you immerse yourself, be dedicated, believe in yourself and just be that person that, you, you know, I got to tell you, Autumn, you're just a lot of fun to be around. So um, I, hopefully you're going to be around for another 50 years at Ford and, and make it a transformational journey for all of us. Absolutely. And I appreciate it so much. And I definitely love, 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 love my Moxham family. And I definitely plan on being super involved. I just been so crazy busy this last few weeks with racing and things. But now that things are kind of calming down, I'll definitely be around a little bit more and have a lot of like local events coming up and the weather's getting better here in Detroit. So, you know, I'll definitely be out and about and um, definitely like, like nationally, you know, to those listening, I'm usually at most big events, whether it's off-roading to, you know, NHRA type thing. So follow me on social and you kind of can like keep up with where I'm at at what time. <laughs> on every platform, that's where you are. Uh, Mike, again, thanks for introducing yep. Autumn and making sure that uh, uh, we got to hang out with her a little bit tonight on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much, Autumn, for joining us. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Florent. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> oh, you, you got it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening in. And uh, we're going to we're going to keep following Autumn Schwalbe's exploits at Ford Motor Company, and we'll have her back soon. And just remember that um, the, the hobby is really what drives all of us. So until next time, we'll catch you down the road.